The truth that will change you will probably first offend you. This is the modus operandi of this podcast. Welcome to Contra Z to Popular Belief. This episode will be nothing like you expected. It will probably ruffle some feathers and shake things up, but for the better. If we want different, we've got to be different. So without further ado, welcome. 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 Your host, Zandile. A big hello to you. It's your girl Zandile, Zandilandi, Zandibals, Antisa, Piki Piki Mabelani. You choose what you'll call me. Here we intentionally choose God, choose right, choose life, and choose you. I can only hope that you are doing well wherever you are in the world. I know that some parts of the world are really, really, really going through trying times. You know, people are being forced to do things against their will and it's absolutely not fair i would encourage everyone to stay in prayer you know and not to be selfish not to just pray for your own list of needs and wants do a simple google and see what other people in the world are going through or even via social media you know you're able to talk to other people in other countries just reach out to them and say hey what's going on in your country and what can i pray for just because they're not close to home and not happening in your backyard does not mean that you should not care you know and we always have these hashtags yeah pray for france pray for this pray for that and it's never a priority when when it's perhaps not your favorite country or your favorite holiday destination you know so every country has its needs every country has what it's going through and every country therefore needs prayer because god god cares about the nations god cares about the nations and god loves the nations for god so loved the world that he gave his only son so no one is exempt from that love no one was kicked out of that love and and so we really need to lift up the incense of prayer and ask God to intervene as well as speak wherever we can speak and stand up wherever we can stand up because we really need a people who know their rights and who know that they can do something about it as a collective they can do something about it you know in the in the year and a half that has passed we've really seen some hectic gaslighting happening we've seen master manipulation coercion fraud corruption and a whole lot more and something really it's taught me it's that you know what if it's if it's you know given to the wide population and um you know driven you know to the masses just 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 take it with a pinch of salt and look at what's not being published look at what is what is being deplatformed look at what is being censored and ask god for wisdom and discernment to say okay lord show me the truth of the matter show me what is really going on show me what i'm not seeing Um, and help me think for myself and let me not feel guilty just because I'm critically thinking and reading and analyzing facts and, and, and studies and research and all of that. God has given each and every one of us a brilliant mind and we've been given so much that we can access to really dig deep into our interests and to dig deep into really what's going on as the as the body of christ we need to arise in our true identity as the ecclesia stand up arise be bold and courageous and do what is required of you to do for the legacy sake you know for for your children's sake for your children's children's sake for the coming generations be it that jesus tarries 
So a quick recap on the previous episode, or should I say the past two episodes that I did called Universe and Universe, you know, part two. My intention with these two episodes was really to give out a warning. It was to warn people and to really say, hey, open up your eyes and see what is really truly going on. I would guess that the area of super spirituality and the miraculous and power and really seeing things that are out of the norm has been captured by the kingdom of darkness to say, hey, since y'all are not (laughs) out here, you know, taking advantage of this, we will. And so new age is really that area, you know, it's so vast and it's so wide and it's, it comes in its different varieties that, you know, it seems, it can seem legit. It can seem legit to a person who's genuinely seeking more, who's genuinely seeking to go deeper, who wants to become more conscious, who wants to, you know, get to that place where they are living their full potential and all of that, you know. And and that's what I said in those podcasts that not everyone who's going into new ages has evil intent or malicious intent to really be the most <laughs> against God person there is out there. But you got to give it to marketing. You've got to give it to how they sell it to people. You know, you've got to give it to the books that have been out there and have been widely celebrated. And, and so it's, 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 it's really has great PR. I must say myself, it really does. But, but here's a problem. Um, or, or here's a concern that when, 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 when we say that, you know, the Bible has been doing that, you know, has, has been telling of such stories, um, it's shunned. And if we say that, you know, we've got the power, the Holy Spirit has been given to us as a gift to empower us to live a life that is super natural, to live a life that is other, live a life that is abnormal, so to say, but not, not in a bad way, you know, not in a weird way, but really in a way that, uh, you know, that shows that, you know what, we have a supernatural God. We have a big God inside of us. We have a God that we serve that is not dead. We, ha- we, we have a God that we serve that is a king and that is a ruler and that is a God. You know, he's God, <laughs> not just a God. He is God <laughs> and God alone. We really need to be people who have discernment and people who are led by the spirit of God and who are not, you know, so hungry and so desperate for a more that we, we we miss it. We miss the red flags and we miss, you know, all the signs that are telling us that, hey man, this is not God. This is not God. This is not God. So if you haven't listened to that, I'd like you to 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 go check it out. I'd think it's only 20 minutes or so. Uh, do check it out. Let me know what you think. But yeah, it's 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 quite a topic. I'm not done with it, you know. I'm still gonna come back to it. I think, you know, for these foundational episodes, I'm trying to do a exactly that to build a foundation to have you all know what I'm about and what I stand for and um and what God most importantly what God has to say on these matters because God is is still relevant he is not outdated he's not old-fashioned he's not uh out of fashion you know he's not a fad he's relevant he stays relevant in all the times and the eras and the centuries and and you know all, all all these things that have have come and gone he's still relevant 
I have even a quote here by Stephen Bancars. It says, atheism is not a problem for the church anymore. People are more likely to believe that they are divine than to reject the divine altogether. So, so that's what New Age has done. You know, it has really brought this divinity aspect of teaching to people to know to to really point them to say hey you're not just a normal human being you've got more inside of you and that is the god part that is the god part that god has given you and so do not stray away do not do not be fooled there is power with the kingdom of god we see moses we see daniel we see elisha we see i can give you so many examples in the word of God that shows us that the God we serve is not a God that just sits down and just, you know, wants you to say prayers all day and all of that. But he's a God that wants to move in our lives by power, by the miraculous, you know, by the supernatural and all that good stuff, you know, and and, and that makes it quite an adventure and it makes it very interesting and it makes it really deep because there's so much so 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 much to god don't get me wrong i am not saying that those practices do not exist you know uh, in the kingdom of god absolutely not because the devil ain't no creator of anything you know that the devil can only counterfeit he can only twist what god has created and that's what has happened with new age you know where god has been taken out of the equation it's now all about the universe and a greater power where it, everything becomes about self-consciousness and, and and heightened consciousness of self and it stops being you know about a christ consciousness in you you know i mean yes god has made us specifically how we have been made for a reason and that is a revelation even unto itself that you know there's god even there you know so i'm not against you you know being self-actualized and knowing who you are and knowing your potential absolutely not all i'm against is that it's when it becomes you know an idolization of self and it becomes an idolization of god's creation over him and you know your trust is now misplaced and displaced from god and put into other things and put in you know even the demonic because there the, the the selling point really of uh, of new age is that it's spiritual and because everyone has that sense of okay there must be more to me than this and you know there's a void there's a god-sized void in everyone and so that is spiritual and so that's what that's how they sell it to you to say okay no man come come through come here (laughs) come here shawty (laughs) you know that's how they sell it to you because um spirituality is the greatest part of who we are it's the greatest part of the world of the earth just how it functions it's spiritual you know so so yeah, so do do head on over, you know, to to check it out after you listen to this one. And I hope you will glean from it the revelation of God behind spirituality, behind power, that it really all goes back to him. He he is everything. He's the center. He's all that matters. If you want power, if you want to move in the supernatural, you want to do all these crazy things and walk on water, just go to God. Spend time with God. Know God, love God, and be like him. That's it. That's simple. No strings attached. Just be like him. You don't need no crystals, no sage, nothing. And don't get me wrong. The burning of sage is not wrong, you know, but it becomes wrong when it becomes spiritual, right? (laughs) And and now you depend on it to, to take out the bad energies. Come on now. 
Come on now. All right. You got the blood of Jesus for that. You got the name of Jesus for that. You, you got the word of God for that. You know, so we, we, we are living a life of victory. We are living a life of victory that when we step into a room, devil's got to tremble because, hey, we are in the image of God. We're in the image of, 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 of the Lord. In his likeness, we are. We are representatives, uh, representatives, yes, of heaven. We are ambassadors of heaven. So we move in power. We do not come from a place where it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, just accept things as they are. <laughs> All right. God has given us dominion on this earth. That is why we're called kings. Because God is in us and he shall not fail. The word in us shall not fail. Now, getting into today's topic, fences. So the book recommendation for today is The Lost Art of Practicing His Presence by James W. Gall. The Lost Art of Practicing His Presence by James W. Gall. And I suggest this book because it hits the nail on the head. It talks about how did we really get here? Have you ever asked yourself after a long journey and you look at your life and you look at yourself and you're like, who am I and how did I get here? How, how did I get to this place? You know, and I would think that, you know, a lot of believers of, of God have have reached this point. It's like, OK, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm so busy. I say I'm busy and I'm preoccupied with kingdom things or you, you might be a person who's, who's saying the opposite. You're like, you know what? I am not doing anything for God that I can say I'm intentionally, actively doing for God or for the house of God or for the people of God. Um, and I don't know how to get there, you know, and it can be due to a myriad of reasons. But I believe that it all starts in the presence of God. You know, Jesus came here on earth wrapped in flesh, human flesh, and he showed us the way. He was always getting up in the morning, praying, getting to God, going up and slipping away, you know, to talk to God. You know, in this in the society, we're really in a place whereby, you know, you slip away for a smoke, you slip away for a drink, you slip away for a quickie, but do we ever slip away to talk to God and slip away, you know, and, and, and really commune with him and fellowship with him, have koinonia, right? That's fellowship, that intimate talk with God and say, you know what, I'm not here for stuff. And we forget that we are coming to God for God, not just for godly things, but for God. First and foremost, we're coming for God. And so I'd like us to go to the book of Daniel chapter three, and then later on, we're going to go to chapter six. So in chapter three, the backstory is that King Nebuchadnezzar is full of himself. He's looking for a new uh, dopamine high. And he thinks, you know what, I'll get it if I, if, I, if I build a statue and the people worship me. And whoever doesn't roll with my boat, then uh, I'm putting them in the fire. I'm, I'm, I'm putting them in the fire. That is adios. It reads as thus. King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then he sent messages to the high officers, officials, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates and all the provincial officials Yo, officials, <laughs> to come to the dedication of the statue he had set up. So all these officials came and stood before the statue King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. 
Then a herald shouted out, People of all races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Now here's the juicy part. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. And that will be that on that. So I'd like you to note here that, you know, amongst these officials and governors, advisors and judges, there was no one that came to him and said no. There was no one that came to him and questioned and challenged him to say, okay, exactly what are you thinking? You know, like this, do you really expect it to, you know, to go well? Do you really want a forced worship, a worship that has been, you know, that, that is manipulating people to do it, that is coercing people to do it? Because I can imagine, right, that, you know, these people have, have families, they have kids, they have husbands, they have wives. And so when you think of, okay, how do I weigh this? Do I burn and leave my kids to fend for themselves? Or do I just simply bow down? And so we've got a lot of people like that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know the statistics, but we've got a lot of people like that who have jelly spines. You know, they have jelly spines. They, they go with the flow and they become whoever they need to become to survive and, and, and um, do or have their way. You know, there's nothing that they want to sacrifice. There's nothing that they have to lose. You know, their reputation, their brand. Yay! Yazin. They're trying to get these partnerships. They're trying to get these sponsorships. They're trying to get, you know, all these validations from people who are high up there. No one is telling him, hey, calm down. <laughs> calm down. You're just a man. <laughs> I know it is Marcus Aurelius who instructed a servant to whisper a few words in his ear. And these are the words, you are just a man, you are just a man, right? And and, and this man like followed him everywhere he went because he needed to, 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 to remain on earth. Yeah, to remain on earth to say, hey, I'm just, I'm just a man. So King Nebuchadnezzar was just past that. And he was like, yeah, now nah, I'm a God. Now nah, I'm upgrading myself. Now nah, I'm a God. Uh, yeah, and y'all gonna worship me. And so there was a price to pay. And do you see here how it's not like these were influencers or these were like, you know, uh, your, 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 your big brands or whatever. Like these people were all in like high places, like government type places, you know, where they run the actual state. They run it, <laughs> you know, they, they have all to do with running it and, you know, uh, making it go a particular direction. It is the same as what's happening today that, you know, just because things are legal, it doesn't make them right. It doesn't make them right, and this proves it, you know. I remember in one episode, Mind Your Mind, as well as systems, when I was talking about systems of control, I was saying, Jorge, do not misunderstand and misinterpret the scripture that talks about government officials and, you know, obeying them because God put them there. Hey, guys, submission is not obedience. If I'm quoting the man of God, right, he says, submission does not mean compliance. Yeah, we respect the government and yes, we continue to pray for them and we don't, you know, obviously we're not like 
rising up against them or like we want our own government no but when they are wrong they are wrong and you need to call them out in it to say now this is infringing on my rights in my faith this is infringing on my rights that you said i had and so there needs to be a, a place where you draw the line to say hey remember you guys are just men you're just mere mortals you're not god there's a pastor in france who said that the word of God is above like the word of his government. And now they're like persecuting him to, to, to retract it. To say, okay, no, retract that. Take that back. And this has to do with history. How the country came to be in terms of like its relationship with religion. That, you know, the culture. Like, you know, when someone says, I'm an American. It's like... It's not the same as saying I'm a South African, <laughs> you know, like for them, it's a big thing. It's like, yeah, I'm proud to be an American because this is what an American stands for. Like there's a, there's a common, so to say a, a common, you know, uh, feel around and belief around being an American. And so I got to understand this, you know, I read an article on the Atlantic and it's an article by Shadi Hamid. And so the article talks about what I was saying in terms of like identifying yourself with your country to the point where it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's deeply entrenched, right? I'm going to read a little bit from this article about what it says about France and its identity, right? So it says, for better and worse, the United States really is nearly one of a kind. France may be the only other country than the United States that believes itself to be based on a unifying ideology that is both unique and universal and avowedly secular. The French concept of licitor requires religious conservatives to privilege being French over their religious commitments when the two are at odds. With the rise of the far right and persistent tensions regarding Islam's presence in public life, the meaning of licitor has become more controversial. But most French people still hold firm to the country's founding ideology. More than 80% favor banning religious displays in public, according to one recent poll. And democracies, without a pronounced ideological bent, which is most of them, Nationhood must instead rely on a shared sense of being a distinct people, forged over centuries. It can be hard for outsiders and immigrants to embrace a national identity steeped in ethnicity and history when it was never theirs. Take post-war Germany. Germanness is considered a mere fact, an accident of birth rather than an aspiration. And because shame over the Holocaust is considered a national virtue, the country has at once a strong national identity and a weak one. There's pride in not being proud. So what would it mean for, say, Muslim immigrants to love a German language and culture tied to a history that is not theirs? And indeed, a history that many Germans hope to leave behind. So I'll stop there. It's quite a lengthy article but a very interesting one and in how it describes you know america and france and just you know yeah the differences between these states and sovereign you know sovereign states and and their people so where is your identity entrenched where is it deeply rooted what do you identify yourself with who do you identify yourself with to the point that you'd be willing to die 
right? To the point that you'd be willing to go into danger, face danger, to say that, okay, this is how much I believe in what I'm believing. There is a sound. There is a sound that is telling people to bow down, to leave their conscience and bow down, to leave their convictions and bow down, to leave their beliefs and their faith and bow down to the popular thing, to just because one king is thinking, yeah, I made it, I'm here, I'm, I'm now a god, to say that, you know what, you must bow or else it's the highway. And this, we can say, you know, in, in, in our current day, it's, it's what's threatening democracy. And you see in Genesis, when God is blessing Adam and Eve, there's no blessing there that's given them dominion and authority over people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but that's a story for another day. That's how now you get these problems where now, you know, you get dictatorships and you get tyrannies and you get anarchies. It's like, okay, people now are forced to do something, uh, but initially, God never wanted it to be that way you know God was supposed to be our ruler he was supposed to be our king he was supposed to be our president and then things got messed up along the way and here we are now here we are now so there is a sound and it's very loud and it's 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 really so deafening that's how loud it is it's so deafening that it's like if you do not hear it i don't know what i'm gonna say to you i don't know how i'm gonna show it to you you see it in what you know visual media companies are releasing you know the things that are the they're putting into there you know they're putting into into your favorite series they're putting you know they're making your favorite actor to 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 be a part of these things and over time people have become desensitized people have become desensitized to porn crime homosexuality yeah i said it and they've become desensitized to so many things because it's a thing of, you know, when, when you see something over and over again and it's it's being presented to you in a way that it's it's acceptable and then in a way that, you know what, yeah, let, let me just welcome it. And so you find yourself really being a, a believer of Jesus who's accepting a lot of the things that God is actually against, you know, including the word of God. What is supposed to be your institution, what is supposed to be, you know, what is guiding your faith, what is supposed to ground you, you know, in what you believe. They got you attacking that attacking that as well. You know, they've they've got you really doubting the word of God, that the word of God is the word of God. You know, when you look into areas like hermeneutics, you you find out that the Bible was canonized in a specific way. It was it was vetted, it was picked and poked it was hey it was tested to see okay does this make sense you've got people who say they love god but they're out here promoting only fans and they're like yeah it's because you know what uh these women or men or whatever they don't have to depend on someone else to to make their cash and they're doing it by themselves and they're doing it you know in the safety of their own home etc etc ah all that nonsense, I'm just like, you're trying to justify something that's not justifiable because at the end of the day, you're using someone's lust, you're using someone's, you know, greed and you're using, whoo, it's just a lot. You're, you're, you're leading people into sin, right? Because they're, they're not honoring God by watching you naked and doing whatever you're doing. And it surely would not make, I know there are parents that support this, this OnlyFans thing, but I'm just like, truly, truly, you really would not want your child to be doing that. But I, I'm not actually to be the, 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 the expert of parenting. But nonetheless, I will be in this sense because the word of God is, is the final authority over that. 
And so it says, raise up your children in the ways of the Lord, that when they grow up from, uh, they, that when they grow up, they will not, you know, depart from it, you know? So you, you can't justify something like that, that, you know, it's, it's all about sexual immorality just because yeah, people are being independent. You can't. <laughs> it's against the word of God. You wouldn't do. You wouldn't show the, those videos in front of your church now, would you? Right? You wouldn't show it and say, "Hey, pastor, I've got a video here. I've got a picture here. I would like to present it to the church." No, you wouldn't. So now, if you can't do that, and you can't even show your kids that content, then really, why are you putting it out there? You know, you're precious. You're precious to God. You are. You. You're not you're not accessible to everyone. And that's why those parts are hidden, right? God loves you and he doesn't want you to go that far to get a buck. Absolutely not. So we've got, we've got, we've, we've got so desensitized to these things, things like prostitution. And, you know, we're like, yeah, it should be legalized. Let people do what they want with their bodies. It's their bodies. And with abortion, it's like, yeah, my body, my choice. And it's like, guys, have we forgotten that there's a reigning authority <laughs> over everything, <laughs> right? Over everything. It's not just my body, my choice and my this and my that, you know? We're still going to have to stand in front of God and answer and say, okay, this is what I've done with what you've called me to do. And I don't think anyone is called out there to be making videos of themselves naked and doing whatever they're doing for money. I I, I don't think, you know, I don't think that God is going to be like, yeah, well done, good and faithful servant for doing that. Yeah. So when you think of it like that, it's like it puts perspective on a lot of things to say, okay, but is this really worth my time? Is this worth my investment? Is this worth, you know, my, uh, you know, my, my life? Yeah. Is it worth my life? And God is out here. He's rescuing people from, from sex trafficking and, and all these terrible things. And, and really guys, when you go into, when you go and look into what is done and you go into this industry, you'll really not praise it as much as you do. The ones that do, of course. <laughs> All right. You will not praise abortion as, as you are doing. You'll not praise prostitution as you're doing. You'll, you'll not, you know, be out here watching all these inappropriate, um, you know, movies and content, seeking it out, being told and telling people to watch it together in their marriage bed. My goodness. My gosh. You would not be going into these shops. And, and yeah, I'm coming for everyone. You would not be going into these adult shops looking for toys because when you're being celibate and you're not having it with anybody, it does not count, okay? It does not count. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. That is deception. That is deception of the highest grade. One of the highest grade deceptions there are. Because the devil really has twisted sexuality and sex to be something that God never created it to be and intended it to be. Now, when people are talking about it, it's like, yeah, let's get down and dirty. Like, uh, this is a creation of God. How can it be you getting down and dirty? You're not getting down and dirty. You're worshiping God. But it has to be with your spouse. Like, we've, we've accepted so many things. And I'll talk about this in the next episode. What have you done really to to see past what they are showing you. <laughs> that, that's what I'm, I'm really attacking here because people are on the fence about important matters. I'd like to pose to you a question, you know, in your life, in your world, in your city, in your country, in your continent, in your world, what's the sound making you bow down to? 
in your ignorance or you know your consciousness what is the sound making you bow to when you read your word when you read and you and you even just feel as a human you know there are things that we can feel as humans for no man this is wrong this is taking us away from <laughs> from what god has made us to be you know this is taking away from our sovereignty as people as human beings the choice that we was given the the power of choice that we were given it's taking that away so what sound are you bowing down to what sound are you bowing down to there's a promotion for your defiance quote unquote you are literally freed from obeying something that goes against your faith and goes against the word of god because are you telling me now if the government makes it legal they're like okay i'll use something very you know um if they say yeah everyone must swear at least 100 times a day every day and that 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 becomes a law like are you going to do it are you going to do it because it's against the word of god the bible says sweet waters and bitter waters cannot come out of the same mouth salty water and sweet water cannot come out of the same mouth and that language is not honoring to god it's coarse talk. So are you not going to do it because the government said you must do it? Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. You are allowed to disagree. No, I'm not going. I'm not saying go break the law. I'm saying you're allowed to disagree with it. I do not agree with all the laws of South Africa. And that's not just because I'm, I'm, I'm a believer of Jesus. No, but I, I, I know that there are other people who i don't think we all agree <laughs> simple <laughs> i don't think we all agree there's something we can pick out and pinpoint and say okay no this this one it's, it's a bit sketchy it sounds a bit suspect to me you know so what in your world can you say it's wrong but it's legal and i've been bound down to it yeah think about that Think about that and join me for the next episode. <laughs> a fun fact from me today about me today is that I actually love to watch visual media that has subtitles on silent. I find that to be so relaxing, especially after a long day of thinking and pondering and ruminating, you know, and stressing and, you know, all these things. It's so nice to come and sit down in the lounge and watch something on mute. Just read the subtitles and read the actions of the actors and actresses or even if it's just a song just to appreciate the visuals and the production and the art and the strategy and and just everything but without the distraction of the sound so that is an interesting fun fact about me let me take my leave until the next time god bless you thank you so much for listening bye thank you for listening to the contra z to popular belief podcast i trust you've been challenged touched and changed if you want to keep learning from this podcast do subscribe also Kindly leave a review as your reviews help us improve and also helps others find this podcast. Until next time.